Welcome to D-Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it podcast. This month, your D-Commentators are me, Lucas. And me, Emma. And we are here today to talk to you about the Disney Channel classic. It came out like two, three years ago. Oh yeah, when did this come out? Like, I think what? 2021 or 2020. We said it last episode. Right. It was, it was, I think it was, no, I think it was 2020 because we said it was like two months into the pandemic, um, which is why it flew totally under our radar. The Disney Channel classic, Upside Down Magic, a film that I knew virtually nothing about. It's apparently based on like a scholastic book series. I, the second it started, I was like, this is based on a book series. Yeah, I knew but, like, it was based on a well, book okay, series. Well, okay, listen, there's a difference between being based on a book series and being based on a scholastic okay, book okay. series. I just want to point that out. Not in a derisive way, just like a categorical Listen, there's way. some shit like this where it's like they put Harry Potter into a salad spinner and then it spit out some of this shit. Like it's a very interesting, like, but I could just tell it was a YA adaptation, scholastic or not. It had very... Very oh. strong YA elements. So some some may say delivered more than others. Some may say too strong YA elements. Yeah. Like it literally at certain points, I like it not, not genuinely. I, for the record, I enjoyed this movie. Um, I feel like the ending wasn't super strong, but overall I had a fun time it was, with it. Yeah. I had a fun time with it. But it literally felt like parts of it felt like the uh the SNL skit they did that made fun of YA, where it's like, you'll all be placed into categories unless <laughs> someone can come along and prove that categories are it's stupid. Literally, it's the <laughs> like, divergent. It's the divergent <laughs> thing where, you know, there's just one girl who's bold enough to break yeah, the mold. Yeah, exactly. And there's like a stuck up, you know, authority figure they really need to stick it to. It was a little much in some of those areas, but overall, I ended up having a fun time with it. And I think that's really carried on the back of the performances of the main characters. The performances of the side characters are not very good in most places. There's some real... Some people deliver and some people don't. Some real Let's highs, some real it. lows. Yeah, yeah. So we open... On a gorgeous suburb. That well, was a gorgeous suburban street. Sure, we see it for five seconds. And more importantly, we open on what is maybe the quickest dead, dead mom, mom reveal. They drop it so, so immediately. I feel like in the books, the dead mom was a larger part of things. I forgot she had a dead mom until the very end. They brought it up again. They're like, your mom. And I was like, oh shit, her mom went here. Yeah. I forgot about that. But it opens on a gorgeous suburb and she's kind of doing a voice a VO, younger Nori. 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 And she's doing a VO of like, my mom used to say everybody has their thing. Some kids have sports. And then it shows kids playing sports. Some kids have music. And then shows it shows two kids, kids DJing, DJing in their garage. And then she drags them. She's like, well, maybe not those fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, and then my mom's dead. And I was like, whoa, whiplash. But then. There's also art kids doing She sees a home. cat in her yard. No, I, a, a adorable gray tabby kitten. And she starts growing whiskers. Yes. On her face. Uh, and but then, and then her dad walks in. The hottest know. dad I have seen on <laughs> Disney Channel in such not, a long time. That man was gorgeous. He's in the movie for like five And seconds. that's my biggest complaint. <laughs> I was so enticed with the promise of hot dad. And then he never comes back. Well, he's single. But yeah, she's like six here, I think they say. And yeah, she turned. Well, so she, we see her grow whiskers and start to turn into a cat. But then the dad walks in and we just see the shadow of the animal strings and then it grows wings out of the back of it and it's like duh, 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 and then it cuts to the title which is upside down magic as a hip-hop song starts well, to play I do like that. and then the song's not bad it's just like it's upside and she's you'll like, hear it at the break. my thing is magic like that's like what i've got i 
I, I think you're going to say the same thing I'm going to say. Which is the rules of magic in this thank world you. are... I don't, I, it, it, do it, people it, know there's thank magic? You, thank you. This is the exact same thing I have. So, because... And I'm, I'm going to get into it a little bit later. I just want to get this out. So, like, she's obviously has magic. And she's like, my thing is magic. And I'm like, okay, so was her mom magic? And then I was yes. like... And then they answer that way later, though. Like, it's after this whole vlog sequence. Yes. Because they're so nonchalant about her being magic. And I was like, okay, I was like, so does everyone know magic exists? And then she's like... Then we open on a, a child's vlog, something that I could go the rest of my life without seeing another one of these movies and play the vlog style. Because guess what? It's dropped immediately yeah, after but, this. But also, if you... If the world doesn't know about magic... Magic. Who are these vlogs for? Thank you. No because, one, because there's only one. But, <laughs> but I just mean that, like, who are they making these videos for? Themselves? Because, like, if I guess How did I guess she so. find another magic best That's friend? the big one. That's what I That's don't the, know. But, like, you got it. Again, I feel like these are things these are, that were expanded on the books. Give me one throwaway line of how these two girls came to find each other. Yeah. But basically, they're they're filming a vlog. It's Nori's now older. With She's her, 13. With best friend, Raina. Mm-hmm. And, um... I'm gonna say this up top. I don't want to feel like we do this for every fee- strong female friendship on the show. Did you get a gay vibe? Yeah, very. I, and I, for the record, I feel like it's the way they shoot them. It the is way the way they, they shoot them. The way they the shoot end, them. Well, I, it was actually more the way they shoot them because at the end, I was like, did they just kiss on the mouth? It looks like they're kidding. Yeah. And, the, and then the way they're walking into school and they're holding hands and they caught really on the handle. The I'm gonna like, be honest. I'm gonna be genuinely, genuinely honest. Past the age of seven, I did not hold hands with any of my female best friends. And that's a memo that Disney Channel has never gotten. Oh, God, in Disney no. Channel, you are holding hands with your girlfriends and besties until you're 25 years old, I guess. 100%. That's how they operate. Yeah. Because how else are you supposed to put affection on screen, Emma? I don't um, know. Convincing dialogue? Yeah, well, <laughs> But they're filming this fucking vlog, and they're like, we're getting ready to start at Sage Academy. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's such a boring name for a magic school. Oh, the names of things in this. That's where I feel like they phoned it We'll get... Well, no, it's from the book. No, I'm saying the uh, author yes. of the book phoned it um, in. But, well, f- from the brief research I did, it seemed like the author was very young. It was maybe an Aragon-type situation where it was uh, also a young child. Aragon didn't, wasn't a young child. Yeah, well, not a child, but like a teenager wrote Aragon. Are you sure about that? I'm fairly certain about that. I'm going to look it up. All right. So, yes, Raina is her best friend, and she has fire powers. And that's and this is also so hard because it's like there's so much until we get to the, like, sorting. So I'm like, what constitutes magic yeah, in that's, this Yeah, that's the big fire, thing for me. Fire? Transformation? So, so, like, I... I, because they don't explain this up front is that like when they say like I'm magic or I have magic or whatever I assume that we're like we're casting spells we're getting wands we're doing oh, all I was of a teenager that's a really good book for a teenager good yeah, job teen I mean it's a little bit it's it, a lot of it is just Star Wars I like it it's, I mean it's fine I'm not trying to complain but a lot of it is just the story beats of Star Wars it's better than fuzzy she no, had better names no, for no, shit than not, fuzzy again, we're not there yet so when they tell us that these are kids have magic, they are magic. That's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting wizards, witches, all that jazz. Yeah, I was and, expecting more. But more. And because all we see them do is the fire thing, and then we see them the her do her animal thing in a second for this vlog. And I was like, okay, is this the only magic they can do? Like, is this how their power manifests and they'll get taught more magic as it goes on? Kind yeah, of yeah, thing. yeah. And no, because I'm going to be very blunt with you listeners. Having magic in this context is just you have superpowers. You are just an X-Man. You are just like, this is literally you're going to Charles Xavier's school for gifted youngsters a little bit. Because there's not spells there that you're learning. But we see like one old book that shows you how to throw fire better, I guess. But like these kids just have superpowers. And some of the superpowers are kind of shitty. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, some are massively shitty. Yes, yeah, some In really comparison blow. to others. Yeah, some really blow. But that's what I'm saying is it's it's like, 
I don't get why this is magic versus superpowers if they're not casting spells or whatever. And apparently, you really can't learn of other super... Like, you can't yeah. learn... You like, like, it seems like the level that they come into the school, based on just looking at the older students, does not seem that much different than the first years. You no, think, they never like, do Obviously, job. they're honing it, but it's like... I'm like, what the fuck are they really learning there if you can only have one power and, like, you can go from, like, getting a fire to heating up popcorn? Like, fucking great. Like, yeah, I, I, I think it's that's supposed to be, like, to control the heat better or something like that. But, I mean, honestly, the kids seem to have a pretty solid grasp on most of it. Like, it's, I mean, it's, this is before they even attended the school. Nori's shooting a vlog and she's like, do Sparkle Fireball. It's my favorite. Oh, yes, we have to mention Sparkle Fireball. It will keep coming up. It will coming keep coming up. up. And so she's like, do Sparkle Fireball, which is a trick that is seems incredibly difficult. And she has had no education to here to this point where she creates a fireball and then it explodes in like a shower of sparkles and Nori loves it. And then Nori gets in front of the camera. You know what I think the biggest fault of this movie is? Because I actually really did enjoy a lot of it. The CG of this movie is just so fucking distracting because it's so bad. I actually think it's a big swinging pendulum. I think some of it looks pretty good sometimes that other times it looks awful. Like, sometimes they nail it, other times they don't. And to me, it kind of read as a running out of budget as you go through it. Because yeah. in the beginning, I think it's better. But by the time we get to the big climax, it looks Some like of the stuff in the trash. test looked good. And then I was like, by the end, it looks horrible. By, the end, it looks bad. by the end, it was it was legitimately flubber mishmash. I was like, I can't even tell what's going and on. By the end, it may have been just, it might as well have been just like a haunted house, like swinging a puppet around. And this is when I was asking, like, they needed to give us more rules up front. Because like, this is, we're getting into the movie now, like 15 minutes. And they're, I'm like, is there only power turning into a fire? Fucking cat? Like, yes. What is this? That's like, the thing. Is that's what I was like. I'm like, this girl can make fire. You can turn into a one animal. Right. So that's what I'm thinking. That's why I was like thinking maybe this is how their powers manifest. And they're going to learn more. Nope. It's just really this one thing. And then um, she's a cat, but then her wings and goes wings and she turns into like a shark cat bat. Yeah, she turns. Well, her big thing is she turns. And this is like the iconic thing from the book is she turns into what gets na later named as a dritten, which is a dragon kitten. All of her stuff is very kitten focused, which I guess everything is very kitten fo focused. And my question to you is, which I don't. Know obviously I haven't read the book, but I'm wondering if that's because they wanted to save a CG budget and it's easier to just tack stuff on top of the same computer generated image and like adapt it as opposed to making a ton more stuff. No, that's definitely part of it. Um, because also you know kittens are small, but I, and I was thinking they can kind of hand wave that away because like she's a 13 year old girl, she loves kittens, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think like yeah, that is the iconic like on the cover of the book is the dritten like that's what she okay, turns okay, into. Okay. So so I think you're probably right there using it as an excuse. I don't know if that's what it's like in the book. I have not read the book, but they also don't really like make it clear that that's what's going on. Um, I also find it weird she can turn into a dragon. I guess that means there's dragons in this world uh, because it's a world of magic, but also we don't really see that. There's not really a lot of discussion about magical creatures, you know? Um, but the important thing to note in this first scene, other than Sparkle Fireball, is that Reyna's whole thing is she's very insecure. She's so fucking annoying. She, I, I didn't think she was I annoying. thought she was so fucking annoying. Nothing is more annoying as a woman than a your yeah. pretty friend who's like super <laughs> talented and hot is like eh, just fishing for compliments 24-7 shut the fuck up she, yeah, she fucking is and it's like no. it's like she can't even turn into a normal cat stop fucking making this about yourself no but the, the, the Raina thinks that she the, the Dritten is really cool Raina likes attention is what Raina <laughs> likes I hate Raina I'm so out on this dumb bitch like I wow I did not expect such a hard Raina yeah. stance I thought she was fine but, but it's like your smoking hot friend who's 20 pounds skinnier <laughs> than you why is she smoking being she's like, 15 
she's gorgeous and talented being like oh my god or your friend that's like i totally failed the test then they get a hundred on every it's like shut the fuck up no that's what that's what she's more like yes is she's very insecure she always thinks she's doing bad and she's like very nervous and like that's why they they, you can tell and they do a good job of establishing this friendship that's why they complement each other so well is because nori is so poppy and happy and like oh that was amazing you're incredible you're the best you're like a flame slinging rock star or whatever she says and reina's just constantly like oh that's and like reina kind of mellows nori out because she's very big and excitable so they're a perfect couple, even though they're not a couple, apparently. And then they go to go get picked up by the bus. We yes, we caught right there because we know we got to get to this magic They're in the middle of the woods in like a wooded area that looks like the woods from Sex Education where they always are walking. That's such a specific reference. It's what it looks like. And then I said, wow, this dad has only gotten hotter. The parents are <laughs> dropping them off and he says something about like, oh, your mom was nervous too. And I was like, okay, so the mom was magic and he knew the mom was magic. Yeah, so I guess magic is like genetic. What they never get an answer on is like if the mom was also an animal person. Yes, I don't know that. And they, and like, and I would have loved to know if, if the type is genetic. Like, I would like to know that. But and also, my thing is that uh, did the mom never tell her daughter that she was magic when she was alive? I, you would think you'd try to pass that along. Yeah, especially if you know you're dying. I, we don't know if that's what the situation was. Maybe she was in like a car accident or something. Um, but like, I also do want to point out that Nori's hot dad is the short king. She's like a <laughs> lot taller than him. <laughs> she does seem like she's very tall. Yeah, and but so yeah, there, there's just a sign in the middle of this nowhere that says. Stage Academy or whatever. And, and you can see the kids around them. There are like, tele- I was like, oh, telepathy? One's like moving me- rocks. Kind of. One kid's like hovering. Yeah, and then like the mom's like pulling them down. Yeah. Um, I'm also will say just up top, I don't really have anything else to say about it the rest of this film. But like, I, I could tell this was a more modern decom because I was like, oh, I don't hate the way they're styling these girls. They look mm. like pretty normal. Like the, she's like, well, Nori's in like cute overalls. Raina's often like got a little like jacket. I was like, I, they don't look insane. Like I also think speaking going off being a modern decom is like I think they did a good job of giving Nori a sense of humor that yes. like works for a character. Like it's not just a bunch of weird random jokes that Disney Channel likes to throw in. There are some of those. Believe me, there's one character in particular that I really did not like his humor and his jokes. Um, but Nori is meant to be a very sarcastic, loud, bombastic girl. And they did do a good job of giving her lines that yeah. compliments that, which we'll get into as they kind of roll out. But yeah, they're all just standing by the bus stop and are like, hmm, feel like something should have happened by now. This is where they told us yeah. to go. Are we in the right place? And then... There's like noises in the forest and rustling of leaves and everyone's like, oh, oh, it's happening. What's happening? And then just one dude in a t-shirt and a uh, button down comes out. It's like, hey, what's he up? He has like Arwen from uh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody energy. I love this guy. I knew this, you would. His name is Scriff. He's the best character in the film. I think this guy is genuinely a good actor. I wish his lines were better. Like I wish yeah, they gave it, him it, some better stuff to work with. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Because I kind of like, I think he's doing a good job with what he has and I don't... But 100%. I still think what he has a lot of times is very good. Yeah, the his bo- jokes especially. They, they can be okay. The the bones of what this character should be are there. It's just that the execution it doesn't always land. But yeah, his actor is 100% giving his all, doing his best, and I appreciate him. Uh, yeah, his name is Scriff, and he's just like, all right, kids with me, say bye to the parents. We'll see you at Thanksgiving. This is a point that I really would love to bring up right now because I'm going to bring it up. I just want to talk about it right now. Thanksgiving. Essentially, they get to go home at Thanksgiving. Apparently. It's a which school. would be like in a few months yeah spoiler alert she's a udm they have to let the ud homes ms go home for thanksgiving i don't i don't think so i think they lock these children are you saying I, that? I, I, the, the whole udm thing falls apart if you let these kids go home for thanksgiving because the kids would go home and be like i'm not fucking going back <laughs> 
Or I'm gonna go home and just do magic. Screw yeah, you guys. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. Yeah. Like they just wouldn't go back, or they just go to real school, or they don't have to be locked in a bunker. If they're if they're not gonna be magic because they're worried about being dangerous, they would just go to public high school, or they would say, "Fuck you, I'm gonna go to public high school and keep being magic." Yeah, that's the well, that's the thing is I think the and no parent would play sage tuition to have their kid locked in a bunker. I hope to God there's not t- tuition for this god awful place. Well, that's the thing about the UDM program that we'll get into in a minute. Um, is just that it's like I think on paper it's like supposed to, to address all of those yeah. but literally no one cares so they're just like sit in the bunker shut up and then we'll deal with you when when your magic is gone yeah um which we'll get into in a sec uh but they start hiking through the woods uh scriff is just like leading them and saying don't you know make any noises etc like he's kind of messing with them uh reyna and nori catch catch the eye of emo this, this kid. emo kid. And I'm like, like um, I instantly was like, we're going to have a hot bad boy on our hands. Uh, and guess what? We don't. No, he's not a bad but boy. But I was enticed by the prospect. I was, of I was interested, but they, it's... I actually like... This is a great YA trope that they didn't deliver on. Hot bad boy with a heart of gold. And he's never bad. Yeah, he's not... Like, they set him up like he's going to be dark and mysterious, and he's not... I'm, I'm always looking for that... What's that guy in Sky High? War and Peace? That's Did you guys forget the name of our Lord and Savior? <laughs> I'm always looking for, like, a War and Peace arc. And, like, I... He didn't get he didn't deliver on that he's just silent which i also like i like you know yeah he's like if you took war and peace but only got to the part where he's nice at the end like you have to do the part where he's mean at the beginning i agree um and all like she goes up and tries to introduce herself and he just keeps walking and he ignores her and i go i like that i'm into it um and then to nori's credit and that's why i like this character she's just like all right moving on like she was like not gonna let anything get me down i'm going to magic school baby you can't stop me then they come to a portal a little... Yes, there's a big circle. And the girls are, like, so scared of it. And they're like, oh, creepy nightmare hole. That's what they call my vagina. <laughs> Good God. You can't do that. No. Cancel the podcast. I'm not doing this. <laughs> creepy nightmare hole. Nope. Was such a... They're like, creepy nightmare hole. And I'm like... Stop saying it or I'm going to have to make it the title they of the episode. <laughs> they're like... They, like, he does a little thing and then it becomes a portal. The creepy nightmare hole. And Stop. then he's like... And he's like... You know, thing, and they're like, oh, oh. And I'm like, yeah, I'll be the portal. Grow the fuck up. You're going to magic school. Like, they're like scared to walk through the portal. And I'm like, if that's, if this is freaking you guys out, you aren't ready. Go back <laughs> home. Like, Raina's having a full-blown panic attack. And Nori has to be like, you're a flamethrowing rock star. And this is a lot. And I'm like, you guys need to fucking sack up. Like, I'm sorry. This is not scary. It's a portal. Walk through the hole. It's just a circle. And then they they go through the portal, finally, after a lot of fucking whining. After a very joy. romantic hand-holding shot. Yeah, of course. They have to hold hands because they're fucking babies. Emma is so angry at this movie for such minor offenses. I'm just, I, listen, you don't act like that when you're 13 years old, okay? Like, I'm sorry. They roll up through the portal and it's not, I mean, I get that they had to have a physical location. It's just like a mansion. It's nothing. It's it's not much. And also there are some really funny ways where they try and make it look magical. One of them is just a group of people petting a llama. And I was like, I was like, I was like, what the fuck is that? I I guess it's an animal shaped thing. But, like, I was like, why is there just a llama here? What is that supposed to show me? I mean, there me? are, like, the basic things they show kids flying. But my point is that the actual physical building, like, we're not looking at a Hogwarts. Like, it's literally... No, no. It's like a, a mansion in Beverly Hills. It's like Hills. Three, yeah. three, three buildings. Yeah. It's not a big deal. And they all take their phones out to try and take video. And he's like, ah, no, the phones don't the work Hogwarts here. rules, baby. Uh, but, but, like, yeah, that's the thing. It's no like, tech works. Yeah, just tech doesn't work, yeah. I guess. Um, I, I love how they just, like, throw that line in there. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then you see that I'm realizing now that, like, these kids are all in different colors. Like, the fly- and I'm like, and I'm like, so what are these houses? Fire, telepathy, and changeling? Like I, yeah, it's, I mean, you're not I, wrong, yeah. And I am trying to figure that out, but luckily we do have a someone coming in to answer some questions for us. 
this is Night Slayer or Miss Night Slayer. Night Slinger. Night Slinger. Night Slinger. Are we sure? I'm I'm very sure. She's also it. she was also the the kind of bad guy in uh, Den Brother. Whoever she is, she's serving cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Why are you trying to do this to me on my podcast? There's no other word right? for it. She I, walks in and she says hello. She's, she's a, doing a performance. She, she's in a different movie. Yes, one hundred percent. But she basically just drops a bunch of. She's the headmistress, obviously. She just drops a ton, ton, ton oh, of exposition. exposition dump, a steaming dump of exposition. Yeah, it's a a Jurassic Park sized pile of exposition where she breaks down the, how the magic in this world works in that and the five schools fuzzy flicker flare yeah, well, fire okay. <laughs> how confident are you said all those right because they really ran together at the end not at all it's, but it was the funniest part of it. it was the funniest part of the movie when she said it I rewound it yeah, I was like well, yeah. what so someone the author apparently decided that all of the magic school names had and first of all I don't like calling the magic schools because they're not learning shit it's like these are the powers you just have like, you are born with these X-Men superpowers, which are, you can control. Which are apparently, like, that's it. And you yeah. can't really get you, that you, much you, better at yeah, them. Yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe you, I guess you can pull things better and, like, change into bigger animals or something. But even then, the people who have been doing this, like, You're never going to get a wand. You're not going to get a bird. Like, there's no, like. It's just super, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you get this education in this magic school. You learn how to use your powers. You're basically then, just doing a then cast what? system. Like, what do you do next with I your life? Know. Like, they're, they make a joke where it's like the people who are UDM like become accountants like what's stopping a flare person from becoming an accountant like well, what are they gonna be otherwise like, that's what I'm saying what do they do work in, in a the movie world? theater and eat up all that popcorn I don't I don't we'll get to the popcorn <laughs> so yes there's five magic schools which is fire control flare which is called flares animal talking which is called talking to animals you're talking to yes talking to animals which is called Fuzzies. That's the worst one. That's the Hufflepuff. It's the worst one, and definitely like someone just didn't want to use the word furry. That's the Hufflepuff. Yeah, they used fury. They she used furry in the first draft, and then an editor came back and was like, "We can't put this on." Yeah, online. yeah, then, yeah. Um, Flicker is, which is the worst one. Not, not. not we just can't say both it and the. Fit. No, 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 no. Like Flicker is not the worst power. That is the worst named one. In what world is? The being able to pull objects in a flicker. Well, I actually didn't have that much of a problem with the name. I thought that fuzzy, makes no fucking I thought, sense. I thought fuzzy. Well, it's, it's that you're like flicking, like no, like no, you're, like, the flicking would be away, which well, is what the other girl can which do. Which is arguably better. Like that's the thing. That's the other yeah, fucking so thing. So this is the thing. This is my issue with the flickers. Is that um, freaking? It's such a limited power. Yeah, I thought they were telepathic. Like they, they could, can, or no, no, excuse me, telekinetic, and they could move shit with their minds. No, they can, they can only like pull things. things closer to themselves. That is it. Powers end at that which is the worst use of telekinesis I've ever heard. That it's just like, oh, that soda, boom, done. Oh, well, now I need to put it in the trash can. Well, I do have to get up and walk it over there because I cannot float it there. That sucks. That was stupid as fuck. Um, flyers, which who can fly? Easiest layup in the world right there. I uh, think the best power, even is, though it appears that they can really only- Oh, yeah. well, yeah, that's the thing is it's never shown how really, how the extent of the flying, but that's what I'm saying is like- At the end when they show them like doing a football field, like that was Yeah, that, that was cool i wish we'd seen more of that but most of the time it's just like yeah hover a little bit above the ground. CGI budgets um and then oh wait flare fuzzy flicker flyer and then flux are the changelings the yeah they can change but they animals. can change into animals yes beast boy style but like or druid style apparently just dragons. like farm animals well i think why don't they change into like tigers and shit because I, I think the idea is that these are first year students so they start them out with like kittens and stuff but my point is that you never see older students doing cool shit no that's i agree you don't see the professors doing, doing cool, cool shit, shit either like at the big end of the climax, I was like, "Why is why are the why are they hiding? Why are the professors? They're not even where 
they hiding? The headmaster's hiding. Why are freaking none of the, the professors just be like, okay, first years, do this. And I'm like, you're better at it than them. Do something. Why can you not turn into a fucking lion? Like, you're yeah, a like, teacher. Uh, so, literally, ugh. I also couldn't nail down what this, what the headmistress is. Because when they walk in, she flicks things and like pulls the tap, tapestries down. And later on, she has fire. Fire. So it's like, I guess she's a flare and the, the mat, that was just for show. The, so the, she had somebody behind her. Yeah, she had <laughs> just pulling wires just for fun. That was, she's serving cons. She can't do it alone. Then they do the test. They have a yes. first year test, which is so funny because like, this is obviously, I'm not saying every YA, I actually, I am saying that. Every YA magic school book is in some ways just a rip off Harry Potter. Everything. Well, it's unavoidable in a certain way. Absolutely. But like, it obviously, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I get it why people rip it off. But like, it's so funny to see things like this first, this test. So they're like lining them up and you're going to like, you have a, a test on the first day before you've learned anything. That is something that J.K. Rowling like plays with. Stupid turf. But she like plays with, I wish we had like a soundboard so we could just, anytime I have to say her name. Anytime you make a Harry Potter reference, reference we just play, we just play a screw turf. Yeah, so screw turf. Like, and then I want that fart noise. Um, but anyway, she does this this thing where, you know, the first years come in and they think there's going to be a test. And, like, and Harry's like, fuck, I'm learning fucking magic. And it's very stressful. And then the reversal is it's it's the sorting. You don't need to know how to do anything. Of course. You're a kid. You're 11. You haven't been trained. People don't have magic parents. It's an equal playing ground for everyone. And to see something like this be like, no, there is a fucking test. There you is don't, a you're test. Not, you don't have to, we're not going to teach you jack shit. We're going to judge you right off but the bat. Also, I'm like, that is such a bad message in a book for children. But also, it's, I, I agree with all of that. But it's also the fact that these tests suck. The test is literally like, okay, you stand here and then light that candle with your fire magic. Okay, but didn't you think it was a trick? No. Okay, okay, guys, maybe I'm just... I, I just thought it was stupid. Way too much credit. So yeah, so they start the test with the flares to see if they're going to place into honors or... That, that's the thing. That's And this is the other thing, is I was like, oh, they're trying to see their powers and like and what all that yeah. stuff but no they're trying to see who goes into honors or basic yeah and they and we see kids opening basic and honors and I was like I saw no difference in anyone's performance and, and I, they appear to all be in the same classroom and yeah, yeah why I, was Raina's better than anyone else turning on the fucking candle? well that one they gave the thing to is that you only see her use like one finger like she only needed to use a, a one finger of magic that's to, such fucking bullshit it was like, I thought BS. this was they have all the teachers lined up and they're like light this candle that's like six feet away we have already seen this girl create a yeah, fireball exactly there's no stakes sparkles. no stakes so I'm like I know that she can easily do this what I thought it was was like they're like they kept saying like the sage way I have to do this a sage way oh yeah we gotta talk about that I thought it was gonna be one of those things where like everybody lit the candle fire fire with their hands because it all looked the same and then Raina was gonna get up and like pull matches out and like light it manually and the lesson would be like you don't use magic if you don't have to like it oh, like you I, know like a lesson I was looking for well, this, no, this, no, this, no, this I was looking for uh, school to not be a horrible place and to be like teaching them something. Well, they would have to te- tell us what the sage way is, and they never really do that. The sage way just seems to be do things the way they've always been done. Maintain In the caste st- system. Maintain the status quo. Also, what 13-year-old girl carries matches? Cool ones. What, and so they can smoke see- in the bathroom? Yeah, speaking of smoke, we then see a kid that has smoke thingies. Yeah, this is my least favorite character in the whole film. His name is Elliot. Do you think he has the worst power? Ah, uh, no, because I think you can do stuff with that, at least. What? Besides blind people? Yeah, smoke screens. I think that'd be cool. And he makes, like, smoke shapes later. Yeah, that's, I mean, I know stoners that could do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I guess that's the thing is I'm thinking of like superhero stuff when it's like, I don't know how you live in this world with a bank. It's a race to the bottom for me between him and uh, Rocket Boy. It's a yeah, shit power. Yeah, that's rough. They, 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 they do go a cool way with it, but it's like, that's got to suck. suck. That's, that's a... got to suck. How do you sleep? I anyway. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, he can't shoot fire. Only smoke comes out of his hands. And they're like, oh, 
That's okay. And they hand him a piece of paper. And so this is my thing. Is piece I'm, of paper all blank, by the way, at this yeah, point. FYI. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm thinking, okay, so like this is what they mean about like honors versus uh, basic. Yeah, like, he's going to be in he's gonna remedial. Be in, he's going to be in basic because he's not as... Like that's what they're judging. They're is like teach him how to make fire. Like that, that's the thing. That's when I got it. As I was like, oh, it's not about like passing or failing. It's like who has already gotten kind of adept in their own time. It's like so obviously, so they're, obviously they're showing us this kid to show us what like a B-level flare is like. And they'll teach him how to actually shoot fire. Yes. No. No. But, um, but so then we go to the, I don't remember the exact order. Flyers are next. And we see the bad boy. We were just seeing they're, they're supposed to hover off the ground for like four seconds oh. and then come back down. Yes. And which again, feels very easy and everyone does it very quickly. Also, I do want to call this out because we have, we've called it out before is I actually think they did a decent job with uh, the disability representation in this one. Because when they show up to the school, you just see a person in a wheelchair hanging out, vibing, no big deal. And then it's almost blinking, you miss it. During the test, you can see a kid has prosthetic legs. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, you could, if you don't look, you can't see it. But I was like, oh, very cool. Didn't draw attention to it. The kid just got prosthetic legs. Let it ride. But yeah, so uh, this kid, whose name is Andres. Oh, I'm sorry. I did want to address one more thing about this test. these tests, which is that this is the most inefficient way to do this. Is It's literally all of the teachers for every school in one place. And the tests invite, are so easy. Inviting one, kids up one by one. It's like freaking divide them by powers. Have them all do it at once because it's so easy, literally yeah. anything. This is so dumb. Like this, these tests must have taken legitimately eight hours. But yeah, we meet, uh, the bad kid comes up. I don't want to call him the bad kid because he's not bad. Um, but his name is Andres. And uh, he's got a- Emo boy. He's got a hoodie and a big backpack on it. Uh, slung messenger pack. Let's messenger. talk about it. Well, it's, it's over his back. Messenger packs are just on the side, aren't they? Yeah, it's slung like this across the side. Yeah, messenger packs, I thought were on the side. He's got it over his back. What the fuck are you talking about? He wears it on his back. Messenger bags are on the side. Messenger bag is a strap that goes across your body. And oh, the pack it? is on the side. But he doesn't have it on the side. He has it on his back. It's going across his back. But the bag part is on doesn't his back. Doesn't fucking matter. You just said it did. It's the side slung. It's in the front half the time too. It's basically like a trendy fanny pack back. It's very trendy. You can tell I picked it up. Jesus Christ. You're, you were confusing me. But he's got his big bag on and they're like, all right, yeah, fly in the air for four seconds. And he just doesn't do it. And the, the, the flying teacher's like, uh, hello, we're waiting. And he just reaches up and unhooks the bat and just shoots up like 40 feet into the air and grabs like onto a one. Rocket. Uh, grabs onto one of the rafters and they're like, oh, okay, well you can come down now. And he's like, no, I, I, I can't. Can someone give me my bag? And I don't know if it's here or later where we see it, but the bag is just full of bricks. Yeah, and just, my dude is just bricked up. He's just cold, which he's gotta be so strong. Yeah. He's gotta be, this is like weight training. So yeah, He's just the, weighing himself down constantly with bricks. Because his body is always trying to launch itself upwards, yeah. basically, um, which I think is an interesting idea. And they, it's an interest makes for an interesting character. Then we have the flickers, who you know they pull. And we got they, they one pull. with an attitude problem who pushes. Yes. And did you catch her name? Pepper Paloma. Pepper Paloma, which sounds like a drink. I like it. <laughs> uh, and I would order it. Yeah, I know. I knew you would. Um, yeah, she's the real bad wild child of the of this crew. Bad and, girl. Yeah. What you gonna do? And they have to bring a vase towards them. Um, but when she does it, she sends it flying in the opposite direction at all of the teachers. Then we have the fucking changelings, flexors. Which well, we know they do the fuzzies first, and we don't see anyone do fuzzies bad, which yes, I thought, which I thought was weird. But then they pay that off later. But then, the, then, then the flexors are next. Uh, they have to. They just pull. Have a painting of a tabby, gray tabby kitten, because it's all kittens, and are like, you have to turn into a gray tabby kitten and hold the form for six seconds, and then, then yeah, and that's it. And we see a bunch of kids do it, 
and it's like cool little CGI kids. We see Nori do it, and she turns into a bat cat. Nori's also, Dritten. for the record, so excited. She's been like annoying the headmistress. She's like, oh great, this freaking. She really life. wouldn't shut the. Fuck she up. wouldn't shut. Like I was on on I, the tour. I was, I was on the headmistress. Head I was like, you gotta be quiet. I got Nori. Let it slide. Um, but yeah, she immediately like after like two seconds, her bat wings pop out, and she like. And that's the thing is we say when she turns into a, the the Dritten, the dragon. Um, when she's in these forms, she cannot control them. Yeah. So her wings just start flapping, and she's like, meow, meow, where am I going? Ah. Great impression of the Dritten. Thank you. Though. Thank you. So, like, I, the was was in the room I, I was up late working on it. Um, they So they get her out of her form. She grabs a card, and then they all go outside for the honors reveal or whatever the fuck it is. Yes. And she's like, right, and the headmistress comes out and is like, all right, everybody open your cards, and you'll find out where you are. And like we said, Reyna gets honors flare class. Nori opens hers up. And it says I, UDM. And it says UDM, which took me a sad, sad amount, amount of time to realize it. what that stood for. I didn't get it until she went to the sign. Yeah, once she started walking over there, I was like, oh, I get it. She's but. like, Raina's like, oh, maybe there's something wrong with yours. Go ask the headmistress. And the headmistress is like, nope, nope, you got UDM. Follow that sign. There's like a yeah, little. because she starts to follow Raina, like to the, yeah. I think they're going to like the dining hall or whatever to get their uniforms. And she's like, no, 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 you're over there. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, okay, why isn't she just in basic fluxing? Um, because she was kind of bad at it. She needs to be oh, taught. be in remedial flux. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Which, I mean, that's kind of what this is, but it's... But it's not. They're it's not, not teaching them. No, well, they're supposed to be, but they really aren't. But yeah, there's just a bunch of like... Supposed to be. They're not teaching. Supposed to be. The plan is to let oh, them... Oh, well, they're teaching them like normal stuff. That's like, he, ostensibly, that's what Scriff is. Um, but yeah, there's just, just a bunch of hand-painted signs. But that's my point also. If you went home for Thanksgiving and the dad's like, so you're not learning Yeah, exactly. And yeah, the no, not teaching you fucking math. Yeah, I'm with you. And I'm pulling you out I'm and you're going to public school, 100%. so at least you can add. 100%. But there are a bunch of hand painted signs just around that she follows to a literal hole bunker. in the ground. Hole in the ground. It's just a hole in the ground. Uh, it is a bunker. They call it a bunker. Um, and she like knocks on it, and Scriff from earlier pops out, and he's like, "Hey, what's up?" And she's like, "Uh, I think there's a mistake. I got this thing that says UDM." And he's like, "All right, come on, get in the hole and close the door." <laughs> and somehow all get in of, the bunker. Somehow all of the other kids got there down before, and it's uh, but I say all the other kids. It's uh the, all the ones who were bad. So it's yeah. the Elliot, the Smoke Pepper, Boy, Paloma, Pepper, Smoke, and Andreas, and Elliot. His name's Elliot. And Nori's like, okay, why am I in this weird, like, basement with it? There's just like a, but this is a weird set for the record. There's like a bunch of, like, gears moving in the background and, like, it's just like in the steam tunnels of the school or something. It was a weird call. And Scriff is basically like, you're a UDM, so you come down here, you don't get it to go into any of the schools. And Nori is like, no, 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 this is crazy. I'm supposed to be going to magic school and having the time of my life. Like, Learning you, how to get better. Yeah, you can't keep me down here. And then, and like, when she says, I'm supposed to learn how to get better, the headmistress is like, you can never learn how to get better and she appears behind them as emma said very dramatically i would not use the exact terminology serving clunk. Yeah, okay she enters on a spiral staircase she's actually on a spiral staircase which i kept expecting her to be the bad guy which she's i was just she's, she's, she's serving cunt <laughs> She's not, she's not, she's not actively bad. She's no, like misguided. she's just stuck in her ways. And fabulous. But she explains what UDM. Happened originally. Why what, UDM exists. And UDM stands, of course, for upside, upside down, down magic because their magic is upside down, which is a terrible name a for horrible. that. Um, I had the same exact note. But she's going through a story, like opens a storybook and is like, this is all because of Reginald, who was a, we used to be able to. Why did they need to put I, a fart joke in Thank this? you. It's such a serious thing that happens. Okay, so basically they're like, 
The reason we do this UDM thing, we lock you down here. Magic is like a muscle. If you don't use it, it's gonna go away. And so we're gonna just keep you down here for a year and not let you use magic and your magic will go away. And we're not gonna teach you magic because your magic is dangerous. And we know this- Unpredictable. Unpredictable because there was a UDM before. We used to educate them with the rest of the classes. Yeah. And like try to teach them, you know, how to control it and stuff. And there was a UDM named Regil who was a flare. A flare. But his- He could only shoot fire out of his butt. His downstairs whenever, furnace. Whenever he's farting. Yeah, that's the thing. So there's an illustration that they show. They, they do is. a little like tale of the three brothers where they show an illustration and you see a little man fart out of his little poop hole. And <laughs> well, what was it? The the creepy portal or creepy hole? Um, The creepy, mad, <laughs> disgusting hole? Yeah, what whatever. Was whatever. <laughs> you, it was your word. I was just... I, it's my word. It was a scratch word. You drew attention to it. But no, he farts out of his little creepy hole and it turns to fire. Oh, And then creepy. he... um Almost immediately... If this story shadow magic is shadow magic enters is. through his butt I don't know <laughs> that's uh, that, but there the idea is like he was then you know basically to shadow yes. magic if you're a UDM you are more susceptible to whatever shadow magic is it's never and really and he was well taken over by shadow magic and he almost destroyed the school and the world or whatever what uh, my question for you is and I don't know if you oh, I have this. several questions about this but spoiler alert I'm jumping ahead a little bit here but I need to draw attention to it now to talk about the original thing they say that udms are more susceptible and that's why they keep them down here and don't let them practice magic later we find out reyna is susceptible to shadow magic and she's the one even though she's an honors flare that gets sucked into the shadow magic thing yeah is the idea that this is trying to hit on but not doing explicitly like shadow magic is probably just comes after whoever is miserable and susceptible i don't think it's about being miserable but i think it's because if i was farting fire i would also probably be made fun of and be miserable like, I bet he didn't have any friends. Like, Raina doesn't. Well, they didn't say that. But, I, but that's what I think. Well, is, but I, I don't think it's about being miserable. I think it's about... Farming? Kind of, stop. Well, you let me answer your question. You keep just interrupting me. I think it's more about, like, Raina's, like, the insecurities. Like, if your magic is sucks, like, you're talking about it would be insecure. So you would be like, oh, I need a way to control my magic better, to be more powerful kind of thing. I so thought I was farting fire. I'd also be insecure. Yeah. So I'm saying, so, like, obviously they don't say this, but it's like, Reginald was probably like, I need to be better because I'm, okay. I'm technically worse like on a level my yeah. my magic is upside down because like yeah so like in that sense yeah maybe UDMs would be more susceptible because they're probably more likely to be insecure mm-hmm. but Raina just happens to be an absolute insecure freak right and that's kind of the whole thing with Nori is that she is so sure, sure of herself and kind of the message of the movie becomes like, which I really like in the end is it's like about being secure in who you are and what you can do. Don't try to be something you're not. Yes. And like, that's where the kind of the difference lies is they, the reason it's not just because having upside down magic makes you, and again, this is not explicitly stated, not just having upside down magic makes you more susceptible. It's because you are upside down that you then would feel insecure and then yes. shadow magic okay. would okay. creep into your soul. I do like that about this movie though. If we're overanalyzing a children's movie. <laughs> Which I think we should because it probably yeah, maybe goes even more depth from the books. But I will say, I think I do like that about this, that there is never a moment where she like gives up really. Like she's always very sure of herself and like her determination to learn magic. And I like that in a main character. Like I like I, I like do. her steadfastness in her beliefs. I do, but it did get a little annoying. Well, she's just annoying in general. I didn't find Nori that annoying. I I I thought flopper. Do you find her annoying? No, or I not? just I found this specific line annoying where she was constantly like I'm going to learn fluxing in secret and I'm going to prove that we can be taught. And then she keeps doing it and keeps sucking at it. And she's like, well, yeah, I'm, I just I'm when she keeps and sucking. Then, and then she's like, well, I'm going to go and do it anyway, even though, and I'm super sure it'll work out. And I'm like, really? Because all of the evidence says otherwise. Yeah, when, she, when she just continually doesn't get better, then it's a little frustrating. And then she's like, well, I'm going to keep going with my plan. But then Miss Kingslayer. Night Slinger. Slayer. 
so stupid. Um, she leaves up the staircase, and then the, the Scriff is like, well, time for my first le- lesson. How to get all your dreams crushed on day one and smush your feelings into a tiny ball and push <laughs> them deep, deep down inside your stomach. I love Scriff. Then... I know that we're with the other folks because they explain this convoluted concept that is so fucking weird for for a child to wrap around. Like, just say that there's, like, a fucking graduation ceremony or something. Like, we're going to have a thing where each first-year student must compete in a sage match. And then that winner of that sage match will then go on to perform for someone at Founders Day. Yeah, I got confused about this. Is I thought it was all one thing. So the, did I. But the, sage, the sage match is everything. Basically, they have, like, a wizard off even though they're not wizards hey do you think sage match is a play on cage match ah that's pretty good that's pretty good but basically they have a magic off where it's like the first years compete against one another to see who's going to represent them on founders day and i actually really liked the setup because i thought they were going to do a thing where it's like technically udm is a school so they had to let like one of their oh yeah so i thought like they there was like a competition between the schools yeah no but it's just a competition within the schools to see who then gets to represent them your idea is better yeah wouldn't that have been fun if like nori showed up and was like technically you have to let me compete because i'm i'm the representative of udm and then she would have been a little bit better at it and still done like done okay or something i don't know that's not what happens um but what you're talking about is we go to our first first flare class um also like with uh professor argon because there's no subtlety she's also serving cunt this woman is awful horrible horrible Horrible. also like like she's serving cunt in that she's like kind of fabulous She's serving content that she's like fabulous and bitchy, but she's also just like a horrible person. Like that's not the serving content. That's like she's serving an actual bad person vibe. Which I was surprised Disney let her go so hard and like, like you were an awful woman. Like literally like she's horrible to these students. And then also like she's such an like elitist. she's teaching them a whole lot. Like she just no. like, they would get up there and try to pop her little that's popcorn. That's the thing. And she's like, this is fucking horrible. Next victim. And I'm like, you're not teaching. You haven't well, given her any instruction. Yeah, well we see later that there is like a book that Raina's reading, but she doesn't But the teacher's not going on right you. I'm with you. Fire her. She's tenured for sure. But this is my thing is that like it it is like there's so many avenues to go with teaching fire magic. And they do this thing where she's like so everyone can light a candle but we're going to be practicing is popping popcorn. I love that this is the lazy way that they do fire. But this is the thing is they go up and they wave their hands over it and they have to they have to it's basically a lesson in modulating your heat so you heat all the popcorn up just enough but not too much and not too little. And I was like oh that's quite literally the most boring way visually to look at fire magic. It is, but I'm saying like that's an interesting way to teach it. It's like Karate Kid, like teaching you through doing a simple thing that then has better implications later on. That's my thought. No, it really seems the end goal is like you as a flare, you need to be able to make oh. the perfect bowl of popcorn. Otherwise, I will throw you out of this school. And like she will taste it and look at you and be like disgusting. Disgusting. Get the fuck away from me. Not enough butter. Like yeah, like except there is no butter. I don't know if that works with popcorn. If you can just put are it. they salting it? No, absolutely not. But don't you? Need, I feel like you need to put a little oil for popcorn to pop. Right. Well, or do you just? I don't not know. In this world. I don't know. I've never, I've never made homemade popcorn. Also, she so evidently just has a confidence problem. Like she goes up there to pop the popcorn. And she's doing great. And she's doing great until that little Philip horrible fucking Nazi looking boy. Oh, okay. It's like he's trying to have the sound of music and not. Uh, one of the and for Nazi, the record, you know I mean? and for the record, when he was doing his test, he was like, "I can already use fire to like slam dunk a basketball and like." Yeah, shut the fuck up. Shut up, Philip. You're defending him. No, I'm saying I'm I'm calling him a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> There's a line gap between. Well, this is boards Nazis. You heard here first. Um, yeah, okay. but he's so clearly taunting her, and I'm like, can it be not taunting? He doesn't taunt. He, he, he just she, laughs. Yeah, dude, can she yell at him? The te- worst teacher ever. This woman sucks. I will say though. Uh, I, I don't 
a class where you're allowed to just openly laugh at someone up there giving a presentation without the teacher? He doesn't like braid. He just goes like a, like that's all. It's not a big deal. Oh. Um, I will say though, I really liked this Luke set. defending his Nazi again. Oh my God. I really liked the set that he used. <laughs> where it's like in a big spiral around the middle. That's a cool idea. I like that. I like it. But the other thing I couldn't figure out about all these classes. But it takes her so long to walk it's down. So, it's <laughs> so, Did you so impractical. When she calls it's her. It's so impractical. Like, I was like, holy shit. It's really funny though. The thing I couldn't parse about this class, and I want you to know, see if you notice this, is everyone's wearing, the uniforms have two different colors where the flare is in silver in one and then like Raina's wearing, it's like a, a jacket and then it has in gold in the other. Is that how they do basics versus honors? That's why I couldn't do I don't know. But I th or I think the other explanation is that the, um, like the blazer is in gold and then like the hoodie is in silver. Cause we see her wearing a silver one, but I thought she had gotten demoted to basics at that point cause she was sucking at being a flare. But then she still gets to compete against Philip for the Founders Day thing. So I don't know if that actually happens. I thought it was blazer was honors and like hoodie was basic. And then- No, cause she wears a hoodie. I know, that's what I'm saying. It fell apart when I got to that bump in the road. But importantly, as she's failing and she has to walk back up to her seat, we see a mysterious girl watching her from a, a door window thing. And immediately that girl looked old. I was like, this, yes, she looks, she looks like, too old. But she looks like four years older than Raina. Mm -hmm. She looks, uh, some may say, moaning Myrtle-esque where she's played by someone who's like, what, 36? Yes, yes. I was like, that woman's 21. <laughs> Ugh, I hate that I have to make a Harry Potter reference on this. Um, and I was like, why isn't she in the class? I was like, yes, she's an older person. Yeah, I think she is meant to be like an older student. And then Scriff tries to cheer them up. The I, I don't think he really tries to cheer them up. He it's, takes them to some brooms. Which doesn't make sense. Which if is this so is funny though, because when they open, did you notice when they open the broom closet, Nori opens the broom closet and he's like, surprise, and there's broom hanging up they play like a bootleg harry potter they story. do well, that's like, what they're going for it's like yeah. harry potter but by crazy frog like it's like <laughs> crazy frog that's yeah, yeah i know who that i'm saying you're referencing crazy frog in the year of our lord 2023 mm -hmm. but it's like harry potter by crazy frog and they're playing it over this broom scene and, and it's very obvious what's it's about a to dumb happen. joke where she like thinks they're gonna fly and she goes jumping on the broom and then she falls in the fucking which ground. doesn't make sense because they are not wizards and also we, literally what they don't the have those expectations like it doesn't doesn't it seem like they going into Sage. Like, they don't think they're getting one. Yeah, that's a joke for us, is yeah. what I'm saying. And also, like, uh, freaking, one of the classes they teach here is flying. Why would they have flying brooms? Yeah, that's so true. Like, the, that if you're, a, if you're a flyer, it's like, oh, everyone else can do what we do, literally, if they have brooms. But yeah, she falls trying to fly the broom. Oh, I have, like, 40 texts, uh, 40 lines of text about the Thanksgiving thing. I was like, because I, I, I think this one, it all started coming to me. When, when he starts to having them actually sweep the grounds, I'd be like, everyone's gonna go home and be like, I'm not coming back to this shithole. I'm a janitor. Yes, because that's what I was saying is that Scriff is supposed to be teaching them like math and English and like the basic school subjects so, they can, so they can go back into normal they're school after a year. They're sweeping up garbage. But no, because he, he's also the groundskeeper. Um, he's just, yeah, they're, he, they're just sweeping the floors, basically. And I was like, why is manual labor? That's the thing is what I'm talking about is like, they are second class citizens. Like they're doing manual labor. Like, and who would send their kids to this willingly when they could go to a normal school? Well, the parents don't know, not till Thanksgiving. You, they just Wait gotta... till this hot dad finds out. <laughs> Then we go to the dining hall. Well, um, no, we have, we have, uh, she sneaks into the flux class first. It's not it's not that much. It's just that she we see what the fluxers are learning, which is the teacher. The teacher for the flux shit again. The teacher for the record is very nice. The fluxer. She's supposed to be like a, like a kindergarten like. Yeah, but oh, they you're all fucking doing suck. Oh uh, well, it's yeah yeah. And it happens by the end battle where they all turn into fucking chickens. And yeah, I was you're not like, wrong. This, 
Hey, chickens can be fierce. But she like is like sweeping where the Fluxers are learning, which is not a cool spiral set. It's just like some benches outside. And she's like, so you all have to turn into a tabby kitten for six seconds, but you need to turn into this specific gray tabby kitten. You, need you have to, to really like you have to, get up in her business and look at her little toe beans and you got to know everything about her so you can turn into this specific cat. And then- You got to smell her cat presented butthole. Ugh, they present it very often. That's the joke. I wish I didn't delete the line that was like creepy, disgusting hole or whatever it was. <laughs> Creepy horrifying. <laughs> we are really circling around. I don't, yeah, I, yeah. Um, Nori then sees this happening. I was like, I gotta get some FaceTime with that pussy. And she starts like, because... oh, God damn it. <laughs> and she starts like making <laughs> notes. <laughs> she makes notes in her little notebook. And she's like, can I give him a Snuggie? And like, is like, the holding... teacher's like, uh, you no. Should... She also, for the ring, the teacher says, you shouldn't be here, which implies they should not be out of the bunker. No. Which, so I don't, Scriff is They're just... gonna let those kids starve in that bunker. <laughs> They're going to bring in the next. Also, I do want to point this out. Is They say that the UDM thing, like, is very rare. So is this just a crazy year where they got four in one? Uh, like, yeah. Because, like, I was just about to say they bring, like, the next year's badge of UDMs. They're like, oh, the skeletons from last year's are still down here, aren't they? <laughs> like, that's what I was going to be. Wouldn't there was just one kid, though, and you're that's going what I'm saying. the like, bunker with Scriff the whole year? Oh, yeah. yeah. Listen, Again, I, I, I like Scriff, but from home. I, would li- I like Scriff, but I wouldn't leave him alone with my child. He just would feed them gross apples over Ugh, and over. That's yeah. a, He has, like, unlimited apples. I don't understand where they come from. basically, she gets her hands on that cat, starts transforming, and they're like, get the fuck out of here. Basically, then Scriff has to have, like, a come to Jesus with her before the dining hall scene. Well, no, she full-on tries to turn into the cat and becomes, like, an elephant peacock thing. I hate this effect. Was horrible. It's, it, that's the really bad one. It's, it's the it's, really It's bad really one. rough. Um, and then Scriff has to come and calm her down, and then she gets detention. They're, like, in the bunker, and he's like, yes. hey, like, he's like, because they're all, everyone You're else is in the dining hall. for everybody. And he's like, you really can't do that again. Like, that's, like, a big no-no. Don't get caught doing that again. You can't, like, walk into the classes. And he's like, listen, I understand this is hard to accept, but all of this is to keep you safe. Like, we're really just trying to protect you, so you just have to realize, like, what we're going for here. She's like, okay, fine. And he's like, all right, go get lunch. And so she goes up to the dining hall and sits with the other UDMs and just like takes some of Elliot's food. I don't know if she couldn't get food or something, but Raina like isn't super comfortable sitting at the flare table. And she goes to go try to sit with Nori and yes. her bitch teacher <laughs> is like- Professor Argon. Is, and, and this is what I just want to say about this movie making is like, in what world would the teacher be the clicky bitch? Like in a normal movie for teens, this would be a girl. It would be like an older girl or like the Nazi boy. Like it would be- Jesus. Somebody. <laughs> no, it, I think it should have been Night Slinger because she should have been like, it's the sage way for us to and reinforce that she's like a, you know, a stay in your group kind of a thing. Yeah, and I don't, just thought it was don't mess so with the UDMs. weird for a teacher to be that blatantly like, don't talk to those freaks. Like that's like, well, she said even it, if that's what you think, you can, you're the teacher. Well, it's that. And then she also goes, she, she's like, oh, but she's my best friend. She goes, she is a distraction to keep you. She will make you fall even further behind. Like she's freaking sidious. I also just find this really stupid. I know that this is a plot convention because if Raina had known earlier what the fuck was going on, Raina would have never stood for it and would have been freaking out. And then like her arc would have been able to happen. So I get why they keep them apart. But in no world would these two girls have gone this long without having a conversation. Well, it, it genuinely it takes so long. No, no. They are on the same campus. Nori is walking around sweeping. It takes forever for them to talk to each other. Because, and this is what I'm talking about, they're second class citizens. They literally say at one point, you are not allowed to be like in the flare dorms. I'm like, so they're just not allowed to have friends even permanently. Like you couldn't go make friends with the flare and then hang out in their room. Like that's against the rules. But even if the they're rules. still running into each other on campus, like she's walking around with that fucking broom. Oh yeah, they do have an interaction like on like a bench or that's something. That's what I'm saying, yeah, but that yeah. takes so long. It does, yeah, 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 you're right. But at the UDM table, there's a thing where 
they're talking about. She's like, I'm going to, you know, keep trying. I'm going to, like, keep trying to flux or whatever. I'm going to flux on him. Emo boy talk. Andres. Like, and Andres, they're like, oh, you talk? And I was like, I love a silent man. And that's one. Well, he's not silent. The rest but of I like movie. how he just looks silent and supportive. He's like, doesn't speak. He's, and he goes, I know you can do it. He's won over too quickly, in my opinion. I think I think I he should be a bad boy. And then he there should be a bit more. Because he's like, oh, I thought the thing you turned into was pretty cool. Like, you know, no one else does that. I thought that was rad. And she's like, well, guess what? And she shows them their notebook where she's had sketches of the kid. And then they're like, you can draw. And she's like, yeah. It's so bad. The drawings are so <laughs> fucking bad. Did you not write this down? I thought it was fun. She holds up. I can't draw one projections, of the worst so I'm not, I'm no one to of judge. a kitten I've ever seen in my life. And the little the little smoke figures goes, holy shit, boy, those are really good. And I was like, those are horrible. I was like, if you're basing your transformation off of that drawing, you're screwed. It's like in Titanic where they show the drawings that James Cameron himself drew and they're fucking bad. She goes, Jack really good like that it's the exact same beat i was like these are not good actually the line is these are quite good these are quite good because she's taking the the thing from her at that point i i've never been able to draw so i i could not pass any amount of judgment on someone i can't ever she's 13 they're so bad they're like a seventh grader or seven year old um this also at at like at some point i don't know if it's at lunch or later it introduces the running joke of elliot really wanted to get a high five from pepper and it's the dumbest and stupid why are we even because it really pissed me off how much it's like what we say is like where they're like try to throw in a joke at the end but it's, it's just him being like high five and no one does anything it's like that's not a joke um now we go into a whole montage of literally just popcorn and drawing i'm dead this, po- this is the worst this is, this is so such a bad montage is, why would we waste so much time on the popcorn and then just her drawing fucking animals it is the most boring fucking montage and it's long it's way too long for what it is it literally you could have just cut and like been like and they did what they said they were going to do reina tried to get better at popcorn full uh, nori tried to get better at fluxing and both kind of also, didn't succeed did you see at the very end when she'd like yeah they both didn't succeed because Raina gets the popcorn and it all like pops, like not burned. And it's like, she puts it in her mouth and they put in the most aggressive sound it's, effect. It's very aggressive. Where it's like, cra- I'm like, did she just crack a tooth on that piece of popcorn? I think we're just supposed to believe that it's like It's hard, a hard, yeah, yeah. But it like, they're like, yeah, like the shell, like, the shell didn't pop all the way. I was way. like, yeah, Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. Piece of popcorn like that, you know. I listen when I eat popcorn, I get every bit in the bowl. My next note, I don't even know what this is about. I think it's because of whatever she says after she cracks her tooth on that popcorn. I go, why are the teachers at the school allowed to be such massive guns? Because yeah, this is what she she goes. It's not quite perfect or something she's like you're still behind philip i thought you were better than second best which also is a diss to everyone else there that like she's still better than them i guess i think what they were trying to do for the record is i feel like they were maybe trying to set up a thing where like she was trying to lift reina up because she really saw something in her like she was taking a special interest in her but then the way that that manifests is just her constantly beating her down at every opportunity so it might be actually before the montage but there is like the bench talk where they finally meet up after not speaking for presumably like weeks it seems Um, Or maybe it's after because they're talking about, we know that they've been struggling. But they're like, how are you doing? And she's like, amazing. I have so many friends. Nori kind of leads it, though, because she's like, I'm sure you're just killing it and slaying yeah. it, like, all the ways. Yeah, Like, and you're killing Flair School or whatever the fuck it is. And so I feel like then Reina feels trapped. Like, she can't be like, no, it sucks. It sucks and I miss you. Yeah, so she's like, no, it's great. I love it. I have so many friends. 
And then Nori's like, yep, yeah, it's great. We're doing stuff at UDM you wouldn't even understand. Like, how the other kids don't know what UDM is is nuts. No, they me. kind of do a Does little. Does Raina just not because she doesn't have any fun well, they did, friends? Well, they don't understand the whole, like, they don't get the whole talk about, like, shadow magic and all they that They clearly shit. don't. They clearly don't. Which is don't. fucking stupid. Which is wild. Because Raina wouldn't have been chucked into shadow truly, magic. Truly, truly wild decision on them. That's the thing is, like. Maybe everyone I, should get that talk on the first day. I just think it's, like. It's implied, but also I think pretty blatant that every like the school is just incompetent. Like they are just oh, idiots. Incompetent like, and incompetent. Oh God. Good <laughs> That's Lord. their slogan. But so they're lying to each other basically about yeah. how their lives are going. Um, but then Raina's, uh, you know, she still hasn't mastered this stupid freaking popcorn thing. So she's in the library. She's in the library. She has the one. She has the one magic book we've ever seen, um, which, which just has a, like hands with fire shooting out. Also, of it. can I just say really quickly, like I'm not trying to fucking direct. I know they got a it, they got a ball on a budget. It's the most unmagical looking library I've ever seen. It looks like they're in the Grand Californian lobby of the Disney's Grand Californian Hotel. Like it's there's nothing magical, mystical about it. And they could be at a ski lodge. I mean, all. most things about this. I mean, the dining hall wasn't particularly no, magical. Like, what are you talking about? But she goes and takes it. She like yawns and puts the book back on. But as she starts to slide the book onto the shelf, another book on the opposite end yeah. starts to pop out, and she like tests it out a, a couple of times, and then eventually she puts the book all the way it's in and it just falls in. It, it went on way too long, though. I also thought, for I mean, obviously we know why, but I thought there was just going to be, like, Chandra on the other side, just being like, eh, 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 I love eh. Chandra's name. Have you, have we, have we've met Chandra at this point. She's, yeah. She's just been, like, hey. An older bitch, and I said it on my notes. She, she's, oh, yeah, she, like, bumps into her after Professor Argon yells at her, and she's like, you're amazing, you're doing great, you're doing amazing, sweetie, yep. don't don't let anyone, And don't I knew even then, when I saw that bump it happened, I go, no one else can see this bitch. I didn't get that. No. I was like, no one else can see um, it. But also, it's not, you're doing amazing. She does like a, uh, that's the ugliest sweater I've ever seen thing, where she's like, oh. That teacher, huge gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, she's like, yeah, but she also like says something to undercut Raina's confidence even more, basically. But yeah, so the book that falls out and a lot. And the book is also like a demented it's self It's the most book. evil book. It's like, like, hey, you need to realize your potential. Like, had, had and you, it's so visibly evil. Had they not explained shadow magic to us, I would have known that I was like, oh, bad. Bad. It bad. It's like black, and it's basically like this there's is a, black. There's a bad pentagram in it. Yeah, there's they a show pentagram. pentagram. They show a pentagram. I was like, ooh. And to Raina's credit, she just picks it up and was like, no, and puts it back on the shelf. And then she walks back to her Until desk. five seconds later when she opens it and uses it. Well, because it, she puts it back on the shelf, and then it just appears on the desk. And she's like, okay, interesting. Well, she doesn't use it right away, for the record. She, she it's like, pretty quick after. She she like leaves it on the... She, it reappears, she opens she, it. Because she does it before the stage match. Oh, yeah. Totally. Well, that's when she does it more willingly. Because, yeah, she takes it... And, of course, the stage match is the fucking popcorn. Well, hang on. Because she goes back to her... And this is, this is a big critique I have of this movie, actually. She goes back to her dorm, and it appears there. And she's like, yeah, reading through it. And, like, I wish this had been a little bit more her choice. Like, it is a little bit... It is right before the stage it is, match. It is, it, it, well, no, we're about to get to the stage match right now. And all she does is flip through the thing and then, like, dark energy shoots into her. And she's like, ah... Oh. Like and it's no, like, she makes the decision to like use it. Well, she, she like she's like it's like she opens to a she page. She sees the page that says how to realize your potential. Unleash your magical potential. Yes, and like dark magic shoots into her. She doesn't really seem to like do anything. She doesn't read like a bunch of nonsense out of it or something. Like she just. But I like, took like, that as like her. Op- she's like, I'm going to do this. My soul is open to it. The, sh- the shadow is it, entering. It is, but I'm saying like. 
It feels like a lot comes. Just with say that. no, kids. They just say no. That's that's my main point. Opening um, the shadow magic book is a and like, but job. and later they do more of a thing where it's like, aren't you tired of feeling this way? And she's like, yeah, I am. So she gives in to her insecurities. I get that. Before we go to the sage match, let's take a quick break and we will flick right back. That's one of the schools. I I, I, I didn't. Is that pull school. you right back or push? We'll, 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 right we'll flick right back over. I'll go talk know. to my furry friends. That's not fuzzy. I, not, it never should heard. be furry. <laughs> it should be, but it can't. It can't. Ah. Listen, I would no hate to the furry community, obviously, but it can't. No, you can, I respect. Yeah, it, it, the Disney Channel would never do They're it. They're not ready for it. They're not ready for you. Bye. Anyway, bye. Oh, no, what's going on here? My world is turned around and I'm upside down. Like, oh, oh, right out of nowhere. My feet are up off the ground and I'm upside down now. All over the sudden, the bottom floor is the top floor. The top floor beneath my feet and then it feels so low. Everything's changing, the situation's taking me on a ride. All over around, not chasing me down, and I got no place to hide, hide. If everyone could walk my world my way, then I'd be the king of the world. No one would dare to knock on my door, bothering me. I'm feeling the speed, feeling this H-E-A-T. Inevitable, it's out of control, turning me inside out and upside down. Oh, no, what's going on here? My world is turned around, and I'm upside down. All right, it's Sage Match time, as I'm alluded to. This is to. so funny. It's so disappointing. Well, okay, exactly. As That's I'm, why I'm as also alluded to. But it's so fucking funny, especially when they're in the bunker right at the start here, when he's like, where's Nori? Because, yeah. like, obviously, um, Nori is not going to give up. We've learned this time and time again. They're like, where the fuck is Nori? Um, no shit, Sherlock, she's going to the Sage Match. Like, where do you think she is? The one event where the entire school is. It takes is. way too long for it us to get... It takes way too long for us to get there. Literally, had you thought about it for two seconds, seconds. you would have gotten there on your own. Scriff, I understand you're not... A, you're not a brainiac, but any it, it, you could have gotten there on your own. And so she gets to the stage. Well, we get to the stage match. Of course, and the fire I, thing is fucking popcorn. I was so excited for like a fire wizard yep, duel. Yeah. And it's just who can do popcorn the best. The fastest. Uh. He's like done and half of his kernels are unpopped. And I'm like, this is the least climactic thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, because she has to get up and challenge. She and is... also, she sold her soul to the fucking Bezelbub for this. <laughs> she, her eyes are black. Be, She's little Bezelbub. Bialz <laughs> above, first of all. Second of all, her eyes aren't black yet. Third, that's what I'm but saying. But she sold her soul for this. No, not yet. That's for what I'm saying. Like, later she does. I'm saying a little bit more. That's what I'm saying is there shouldn't have I saw Goody Proctor with the devil popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a euphemism. But yeah, because she gets placed against Philip, and Philip's like, "Good luck, you're gonna need it." Nazi, yeah. Philip. Right, good God. Um, and then <laughs> Argon's like, like Philip, and Ar- his sister was a Nazi. And Argon's like, "Oh yeah, bleh. um, it's ba- it's perfect. I don't know how you did it. Great job, Rena. You get to represent this on Founders Day. Woo!" And then it's the Fluxers. Nori comes barging in, and she's like, "I'm gonna show you that we can learn. I've been practicing." The headmistress this, is like, "I actually really like this. This is a good joke. This is a good joke." Isn't she like? She, Nori says, "Listen, I'm all I'm begging you for is to give me a chance to." Show you and that if I you say no, I'll respect it. And if you say no, I'll respect it. And then the master just goes, no. And she's like, I lied. And then I she's like, I was never going to respect it. I was never going to respect it. And then she turned. That's what I'm saying. I like Nori's sense of humor. She had been practicing. There was a whole montage. We, we, we saw we arguably her. too much and of it. And she was like making minutes. She gets to the founders. Like they were timing her in the cabins, in the UDM cabins. 
She gets a, and she was getting a little better for the record. She made it four fucking she seconds. She did know, yeah. And fair. then turns into a, a Dritten again. No, she turns into like a warthog thing. It's 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 real bad. And I'm like, bitch, were you practicing? And to the you're great, embarrassing me. You're embarrassed. Yeah, I'm with you. I I was disappointed in her. But then also like the Fluxer teacher, you guys, as I mentioned, is nice, and she's like open to it. Like she pulls out a stopwatch immediately and starts timing her, and it does not work. She turns into this weird warthog thing. And Nori is freaking out so much that she can't control her form. She never can. And Rena is like, oh, I'm going to try to calm What's her down. What's one this, thing this, that would calm this, her this down? This fucking leap is so stupid, but whatever. It's She's like, dumb. What's one thing that could calm her down? Ooh, Sparkle Fireball. It's her favorite. So yes. she tries to do Sparkle Fireball and ends up lighting Noya on fire. She yeah, throws it, a it basically fireball. becomes like, yeah, a massive fireball above her head and almost incinerates her best it friend. It hits Nori and she falls out of the sky. Yeah, yeah. Um, but luckily, druids don't take damage uh, to their corporeal <laughs> form in their wild shape. That's a D&D 5e reference. Shut the fuck up. Um, but yeah, she lands on the ground and she's like oh I'm fine thanks Raina killed it and the headmistress is like great job Raina double proving yourself today all of you are in so much trouble though um and basically and this actually I thought was another pretty good line she makes it very clear to Scriff I don't know if they go back I don't remember if they go back to the bunker or not but she says Scriff you need to keep these goddamn kids in the bunker if any of them are caught practicing magic um, you're, you're fired no 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 she says you're going to be terminated and he goes I'll lose my job and he said and she goes if you're lucky and I was like did she just threaten to kill that <laughs> kill that man Snorri apologizes Not, for like, said Nori. Is that like you said Snorri? Whatever the fuck her name is. Nori goes... Her name is Eleanor. Goes and apologizes for like obviously now putting this man's life on the line. And he takes them outside to a, for a forest. Well, no, she, she apologizes to the kids because they were all like, listen, Nori, we're not mad at you because they're giving her the silence. You got our hopes. The There's like the problem. It, it, it's, it's Ted Lasso, baby. It's the hope that kills you. And uh, they're all like, you got our hopes of that. Yeah, we could manifest our powers better. We could join our magical schools and it was all going to work out. And she, and she literally says, listen, guys, you got to understand. I super thought that that was going to work out. And I was like, why though? Why is your belief so strong? It's very misplaced. Because you've literally never been good at magic. Anyway. Your belief is more upside down than your magic. Strip takes them to the forest for a pep talk. Yes, and because he, he he hears Nori's big speech and is like, guess what? We're going going outside. It's a nice day. Because we're going to have a little pep talk in the forest. And yes. the second that this starts and he's like, you know what? Like, you've given me hope. I hate my job. I hate watching these kids come in every single year and get their dreams crushed. Which like true. Yeah. But it also just makes me think like, think of all the fucking kids that your dreams you did let now you're standing up for the kids now you're gonna help them think of all the kids that are now accountants well, it, well it's also it's not only that it's also that it's like imagine yeah you go to the school you're a UDM your magic sucks and you spend a year in the bunker you get out you go back to a normal life and then like two years later somebody comes, somebody along. comes along and proves hey guys guess the what UDM, UDM, UDM is not a uh, a harn a magnet for shadow magic like we thought we can be trained with normal people and they would've been like well freaking god what am I supposed to do now um, but then the second he starts talking about this she's like how do you like know this about, I didn't love I knew that he was gonna be a bad furry I was like he's fuzzy gonna, uh, whatever the fuck I was like he's gonna be a bad furry fuzzy and then he summons animal friends via singing because that's the only way you could think of thing to he, do like an upside down yeah, fuzzy he can't talk to animals he can he only sing, sing to them, them. which to, in my opinion is fine but like why every, is that upside down every time it happened I cringed so hard it's because I don't think it's actually him singing it's not and it's it sounds, not and sometimes it sounds very auto-tuned it's horribly the audio is horrible it's, it, yeah the audio is rough um, but this, this is why I didn't like this I think Scriff should have been someone who had lost their 
magic because he, they just hand wave away. He's like, yeah, I kind of practiced my magic on my sly, on the sly. That's why it hasn't gone away. And I was like, but you believe that the shadow magic could infect you and kill everybody. Like you, I don't you, know if he believes that. Like, he was trying to come to check. He, he was, he gave Nori the speech. Like this is to protect you. We're doing this He's to keep people to safe. Check. But that's why I'm saying he should have been. He's following the company that, but, but that would also inform why he is so bitter and like shitty but to also, the kids. this helps him teach them how to harness their upside down magic. If he does, if he lost his magic, he wouldn't know how to do it. Yeah, yoga. I think he still could have. Kundalini yoga. I think he still could have. Yeah, he kind of gets big yoga dad energy towards the end of this movie. And honestly, I love it. But then after this little forest. Because no, no, because he says, sorry. Because no, he says, I've been like tinkering with ways to harness upside down magic ever since like my time. And I'm like, that's it. I still think that would have been a more compelling character, someone who lost her magic, but then had been thinking of ways on how to use it. Anyway, after that forest pet talk, she's walking back with silent rocket boy. Andres. And... He, she's like, hey, did you notice how Reyna's magic felt weird? Like, she threw that fireball at me and almost killed me. It didn't really feel like her. I think I'm going to go talk to her. He says nothing. Yeah, the joke is that she keeps cutting him off. And he says, Glad she I says, help. you give great advice. Thanks so much. Then she's going off to talk to Reyna. Spooky shadow bitch is in Reyna's room already. Yeah, with she the shadow appears. book. Chandra. Chandra. Because they had no time to think of a name that didn't sound like shadow. The funniest fucking thing in this scene is when they're talking about the shadow book because they're like, you opened it. You unleashed your potential. But like, now you're locked and loaded, basically. It's not. Oh, I think I are going to say. Not an a la carte situation, and because this is a movie for children, they have to explain what. Because well, Raina looks means. visibly confused, and she's like, "You can't just pick take what and you choose. want." And I'm like, "At that point, why write a la carte <laughs> situation in the script if you know the kids won't get it?" But anyway, Chandra disappears, but the book is still on her desk. So when Nori sneaks into the dorm, she's like, "Nori, you can't be here." Basically, Raina kind of shoves her off in order to hide the shadow book. And they also do, for the record, did, I don't know if you said it, but they, she literally says, I could have killed my best friend, which I was surprised I let them use the kill word. I mean, she fucking almost incinerated I know, but normally they say, like, I could have hurt or I could have destroyed. Like, it's rare to get the, the kill, the, the, get to use kill in children's media. Um, and so Nori takes this badly, obviously. But then we get into the training montage of the UDMs. Which I... Which the counter curriculum appears to be kundalini yoga. Yeah, it's literally very... And tai chi It's very the yoga heavy, yeah. It's Robert De Niro and the intern pushing, doing tai chi. Why is that your only <laughs> reference for tai chi? Uh, Robert De Niro when the intern invented Tai Chi. Yes, but how many of our listeners do you think have seen the intern? <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> Clearly. Um, also, there's a moment here where he's talking to, I think, I don't remember which one of the UDMs, but something about like, you need to be like, okay yes, with what you can do. I love do. this line. And he goes, it's like asking an orange to be a pickup truck. It's not what like, you have to know what you are. You, you got to play with the cards you're dealt, basically. Because like, like, he's talking to Elliot. And it made reminded me of that really great line from V-Port. It's like, it's like using a, like a croissant as a dildo. Doesn't get the job done. And it makes a fucking mess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. That's, you're not wrong. Um, but I, I just love that message. It's kind of what we were talking about earlier. Is that it's like the message of the movie kind of becomes... Because Elliot says, I want to be like the other flares. And Scriff is just like, you can't. I'm sorry. It's not in the cards for you. This so, is the movie finally starts having a good message. On yeah. like the cast system we've been dealing with for the past <laughs> fucking hour and a half. I will say this movie didn't feel that long. But the, uh, as much as I like this montage... It actually did not feel that long, but I thought it took so long to get to any sort of like resonant themes for children. It did, and then the movie kind of ends on ceremony. Yes! Because so, this is where the drop-off is, folks. I hate to say it. This montage is pretty fun. You get to see them training the kids. Um, They do a fun thing where they tie Andres to like a garden hose and lift him up so they can see how high he goes. Because he thinks he's going to go oh, into so space I and like die. I like when they take the smoke thingies kid, Elliot, and make him smoke out a beehive. Oh, yeah, I'm like, this is the only thing his power yeah, I also did love the script got to say, you got to smoke them out, bro. <laughs> like, And also, this is where my note was, I really hate the singing, and guess what? It's not growing on me. No, it's it never... does. It does. That's why I'm saying he didn't need to do it. Um, Just show us a flashback.
flashback or something. Um, but yeah. Also, the song here, I, I don't know if this is the same rap from the meeting, but it sounds like a kid's about Flo Yeah, it's, it's all just like the same song. Yeah, I think It so. sounds like Flo Rida if he was 12 and writing a song about You heard it at the break. Also, in the training montage, they're in the cabins, which like, honestly, the cabins look sick. They look better than the dorms, in my opinion. No, they, they do so, not. It's like ramshackle bunk like beds. It looks like the parent trap. No, it looks um, like the freaking, the camp and Kim it Possible. Like when they're fucking eating pizza, I'm like, where the fuck did they order pizza? Yeah, where did I have that question too? <laughs> it's clearly delivery pizza. Um, Yeah, it's in the box. But yeah, so he teaches Andres that he does have an upper limit because he thinks he's just going to go in space and die. Pepper, he teaches her how to better shove things by... You, we, this was it's a lot of Mr. Miyagi it stuff. It is, it is. But this was- We're going to teach you to rake and that's kind of going to push. Which is not pushing. You pull I things know, with the rake. Luke, I had the same fucking- A broom would have been a better metaphor. And they, we and already, we already, saw we already that. did that. We already did that. And he has Nori cutting topiaries. Topiaries. Cut is that to- the word? I think so, yeah. For like animals. Animal animals out of hedges. He's like, you need to pr- you need to envision on what you can become. So the, dr- the dragon kitten. Yeah. And then like the the shritten, the shark kitten. and <laughs> The piece of shit. I didn't want to say it. I, I was like, yeah. Yeah, that probably what it's called. The shit. This is where we see the scene of Reyna with the other flares. Chandra is talking to her and she's like yells at Chandra as a psychotic episode. And they're like, we cannot see the person you're talking to. Like, yeah, she's like, Chandra, won't get out of my face. And they're just like, who the Ooh. fuck is Chandra? Because like they're all off one side and she's right there. So there's no way for a person to be anywhere in between them. So I immediately, if I was any of those kids, would be like. One of the only like, twists I've ever seen coming in these movies, guys. No, I, I genuinely didn't see it coming. I thought she was just like a student who had already been taken by the shadow magic. She's, it's never totally explained. I guess she's just like. She is the Shadow. She just like is an embodiment of the yeah. shadow magic. I think it would have been cooler if it was Reginald, like his spirit or something like. Well, that. Well, then we could have seen the farting, which would have been great. Well, I would, I didn't want to see the farting. I did. It just, but she references. That's Re- like Chekhov's fart. If you're gonna no, introduce it in no, Act One, let no. me see it in Act Two. Emma, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was uh, the, my rating for this movie literally went down once they introduced <laughs> the fart concept because I was like, no movie can have the fart humor and rate very as high as I wanted to put it initially. But she she references Reginald a bit because yeah, she and just, they have this big where she references Reginald. Yeah. Come to Jesus talk in this like in an empty foyer. I don't know if I call it a come to Jesus. Is there anything that's a come to the devil that's talk? What I'm <laughs> Come to Bezelbub. And so there, she's like, this it's, it's, it's is, the like get into Jesus. the shadow magic. Yeah. There's a really bad line where it's like, aren't you sick of living in the shadows? Be the shadow. And I'm like, well, if you're sick of living, like, why would also, I want to be the fucking li- shadow? Also, what do you mean living in the shadows? She has a best friend. She's like the best in the class. she hasn't spoken to in months. Yeah, I know. But it's like, I wouldn't describe her problem as living in the shadows is my point. But she's been saying all this stuff to her, like in her ear stuff. That's what she yells at her for. But then they go into the main hall and have this big conversation. And she's like, aren't you tired of being so so insecure in the shadows and then Raina's just like yes yes I am and all the shadows go into her and now her now eyes now her eyes go dark now she looks eyes. like a Snapchat filter yeah and then Nori comes to find her I don't remember why cause she's looking for her earlier but I don't remember why the flare kids are like she went in there maybe it's I think she just like wants to tell her how it's going or like I don't remember it doesn't matter I think she leaves the cabin to go do it I don't know and doesn't she like freak out on her well she does cause freaking Chandra I'll give her credit she just inhabited this body but I was she immediately gives up the ghost that is like, oh, yeah, I'm the embodiment of shadow, by the way. Like, not like, I'm not your friend. Oh, yes. I'm... Because she tells Nori everything. Immediately. Gives up the ghost immediately. And then Nori runs back and is like, hey, guys, we got a problem. We um, got my best friend problem. is being embodied by the shadow magic monster. And then there's this crazy jump of logic where Script goes, we can't tell the principal because they're never going to believe us. And I'm like, she's obviously possessed. Well, she is now. She manages to shake, wake up in the morning and then hide her massively dilated eyes. Um, but no, he said, what he's saying is we can't tell the principal, which would have been my first move, because he, she won't believe 
Eleanor specifically, because Eleanor is the only one that knows what's going on. So even if Scriff himself had gone to the headmaster, like, hey, this crazy shit's going on, she would have said, how do you know that? And he would have to be like, Eleanor told me. And she's like, well, obviously I don't trust her, even though they're best friends and she would probably know. And she really has no reason to try and drag Raina down, um, which I guess is what they would think she's doing. But yes, Scriff- It seems like a lot of conjecture. You would it, usually it does. try it's, the first- it's, And this is why- They're I'm, running out of time. Then yeah, and this is why the movie falls off towards this last half, because we got to get to the climax. And this is another thing where they do the same thing where it's like, what do you think she's going to do? Like, why isn't she attacking Raina? right now. Like she's waiting where she can do the most damage. Because yeah, like there's alumni coming and stuff, I well, guess. Well, yeah, but like they're waiting till she has all the alumni that, you know, everyone's mm-hmm. gathered. And it's like, what, what's she waiting for? And then there's like a whole joke and a whole beat. It's like, obviously it's Founder's Day. Let's fucking go. Put it together. But then Griff, it's Griff. I keep on calling Griff. And I never was really sure what their plan was. Do well, they, they like make it apparent? And Griff's so- plan is literally, all right, everybody get some rest. We got a big day tomorrow. I was like, yeah, how can you yeah. go to sleep right now knowing that a child has been possessed? Well, that's why when I, that happened, I was like, did I sit on the remote did they put a plan together or they just go into bed with sans plan yeah pretty much i mean that's kind of the udm way and then i was like who the fuck are they performing for alumni it's like for the school but i think they say they say something about alumni but we don't really see any we just see students and teachers and also it seems like everyone is first years like we don't see any older kids yeah because they all like we said they all it's a glorified assembly yeah but only for the first year students i guess but they say alumni at one point they're like notable alumni but there's no alumni there i'm with you i don't know they have Raina perform for alumni. She does a really cool thing where she writes with her little finger and it says, Welcome to Founders Day mm-hmm. in the air and fire. Honestly, this actress was serving. <laughs> serving what? Oh, <laughs> when she was doing when she was possessed and she's like milking the crowd. She was oh, like, yeah. she was like, oh, Do you guys Chandra, wanna see any more? Chandra's vibing up there. She's like, Do you guys want to see anything a little bit more spicy or whatever? Like she was really it went on for a long time. Oh, arguably she's too really long. getting the crowd going. And she's like, All right, well, you asked for it. And then she turns into a Shadow monster? A horrible this CGI. This is where it's, I don't have that many notes left, guys, because now it just becomes like a CGI mishmash of bad shit that I like. Almost like a follow. Marvel movie sometimes. Yes, yes. Um, but you, but any of the Star Wars prequels where you can't even follow <laughs> who, who you're. But here's at. the thing, right? Our bad guy's a big shadow monster. At the end, fine, I'm with you, sure. What everyone's so afraid of this shadow monster doing? It's appear- just so fucking stupid. Can I just say one thing about this? Can you do it after I finish my thought? Just really quickly, because it's okay. Gonna, so no it's, is the answer. It's about what you just said. The whole point of like having it possess someone you know is and then that makes it more engaging and you care more when like Nori's firing spells at like her best friend. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not like, Nori so can't fire take, spells. When you take her face off of the evil then it's like I don't care. Mm. That's uh this is wow this is a very specific reference but in the original Blade film I'm at the end of the movie Deacon Frost the villain originally he was supposed to become a big blood tornado because he's a vampire and all in test screenings everyone said is like well why is the bad guy just a big blood tornado now? Like we like the character yeah, Deacon Frost like so they changed it so they have a sword fight. But here's the thing about the big shadow monster. The evil that this shadow monster is wreaking upon the school is mostly just wind. is mostly just standing on stage while a big fan blows behind it. Yes. Like all you needed to do was a shot of like some Why of doesn't the, the fire work? Of some of well none of it works. But like all you needed to do was a shot of some of the students like bound up by like shadow rope or something. They're and just cowering behind folding they're, chairs. Yeah, they're, well, and then like, yeah, the, the teachers get in, they're like, okay, flyers to the sky. And I'm like, you fly. You're, you're, you're the teacher. You're an adult. And headmistress is, yeah, Literally, just do your duty to your school. Get off your ass and start like making a tidal wave your of Your children are in danger. Also, I did like the line though when they're like, but she's not a UDM. She's being taken over the shadow magic. And the principal's clearly we're wrong about that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. No, my other one is like, uh, my other favorite one was when, uh, 
Professor Argon is like, Linda, do something. And she's like, don't call me Linda in front of that. I like their name is Linda. I like that. That was cute. But yeah, all of the schools try and do something. But obviously there's not a ton that you can do. I guess. The other thing that I thought was going to be a very funny gag that they were setting up for, but they clearly didn't have the balls to do it, was when they have the, all the schools are trying, taking their turns to try to defeat the monster. And they had the fluxers. And she's like, come on, guys, flux. And they halfway do it where they all kind of turn into, like, useless like barn animals. Like, mm-hmm, and one of them all turned into the same great tabby cat. Because well, that's the that only thing we've ever seen them practice. That would have been a lot of that tabby cats. That would have been cats. funny. Although they got a bunch of... It looked like they got at least a good amount of real animals for Griff's initial performance. So you could have just used some of those, yeah. like, I guess. I don't know. That would have been a little more interesting. Um, but, yeah, like, the flyers can't take off in the wind. The fire just doesn't work, whatever. Fluxers can't do anything. The fuzzies... For, for the record, the fuzzies are the second ones who do something they are told to call in some hawks and then the hawks just fly away they literally shadow. just say fuck this yeah and I was like yeah you guys have the worst power Jesus flickers are like pull it up. they create more yeah, shadow yeah they, they try and pull it like down to the ground but it's and they pull, pull it, it apart, apart and there's more shadow and it's just like wow so then our team of you know there's one more school left to try it's UDM yeah Scriff um, comes in like a badass Scriff comes in and then I guess Paloma pushes it back together because she can push this is the no the dumbest one is Elliot because that's what I'm saying is like okay you got the smoke kid you got to make a smoke screen at some point I get it the thing is there's like 99 90 mile an hour winds and so Scriff is like yeah, Elliot, make a smoke screen. It can't see anything in all that smoke. And I'm like, does it need, need to, to see, see anything? Like, what is it doing? And also all the 80 yard lines over this. I'm like, you got it. It's getting dizzy. Yeah, and that's, I was like, that, that's the bad. I was just about to say, this is the worst part of this. Is like, I, there, you can what tell. What is their plan? Just twist there, it up? There was they just some, strapped no, no, no. it. There was some executive or producer or whatever who was like, kids aren't going to get what's going on. You got to have script I narrate. don't get what's going on. <laughs> well, the, they yeah. just send the flying boy up and they're like, there it is, distracted. And then she turns into a dritten yep. and she's just flying around. She doesn't attack it. No. And then the ADR goes, just, they got it. You're getting confused. I'm like, we're just going to confuse it to it, death? I, it just falls down kind of. <laughs> I will say Andres has the best showing though. I mean, Paloma did a good job, but Andres has the best showing where he like gets, because he has such a powerful takeoff, um, he gets to launch forward into the air and go behind it. And then Paloma whips, the pushes the bag up to him. So then he falls back down. So the thing like overreaches. That was pretty cool. I'll give you that one, Andres. But yeah, yeah she just turns into the Dritten and kind of flies around it. And then it just falls to the ground and then all the teachers are ready to freaking nuke the shadow demon <laughs> and nori's like that's a child and my yeah, friend and my friends and she then takes her into her arms and they um look like they're about to kiss on the mouth well she will she has to like talk her down into me from being the shadow demon and then what what grows out from the shadow demon emma sparkle fireball a sparkle and then they fireball see that reina's fought it off yes and then she's yeah collapsed on the ground and there, like we mentioned, there's a shot of her leaning over her, and like they're supposed to be kind of hugging, but it looks like they're kissing. Um, it looks like they're kissing straight on the mouth. And to that, I say, good for them. Good for them. Hey, it's, um, it's Pride Month right around the corner. Actually, this will come out in. Pride and there Month. is a line where she's like holding her lifeless form. Remember when I said I was doing great? I wasn't, and I was like, that yeah. is a good message. So as much as that climax sucked, I actually do not like the wrap up of this. The ending is just that everybody got to go into their schools that they were denied from, and I was like, no, I don't. I don't think that's good. No. I I think it should say that like being a UD like I think it's the, the message should be that like there sometimes shouldn't be these even schools. even if you, there shouldn't be the schools and that even if you have a difficulty harnessing your power sometimes it just takes the right person or the right education like it should just be more bespoke you know like yes. you, should, you should like we're saying you should actually teach the student not just teach the curriculum kind Absolutely. of a thing. And what was funny This is the note where I was like oh shit I forgot about the dead mom because she's like everybody has their something like my mom always said and I was like oh god she had a dead 
dead mom this whole time. I forgot about that. But yeah, all we see, all they, all we see is like everyone now sits like at to different tables at lunch. Like you can fraternize. And I was like, was that the problem that you couldn't fraternize with each other? I'm in like night slingers up in the balcony, being like, I'm cool with all of this. And I was, oh, yeah, also the no, the wildest one is that Scriff becomes the a professor teacher. of uh, for fuzzies. I'm like, don't I was, like, teach other people how to do that. And I was like, did he steal someone's job? Like they had to have had a professor. Also, I don't want any more singing. I dig it. We don't get any, thankfully. But yeah, that's it. It just kind of ends on that note very rushed. And obviously they do a sequel setup where we see the shadow book fall out, fall out of the library. I feel like we should have seen modern library. I feel like we should have seen Chandra one more time or something. I don't know if it's ever going to get a sequel, but that's the movie. I mean, as much as I, as much as we kind of griped on here at the end, I had a fun time with it. I'm not going to lie. Honestly, it went by fast. I enjoyed most of it. I enjoyed most of the performances. Until the CGI fight, honestly. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it's built on such a good setup. And then they were like, I don't know if they ran out of money, ran out of time in this, in for the project, but it's just such an unsatisfying way to end it. And it's a really a bummer because I was having a good time. What do you rate it? I would literally, when I watched the first like two thirds, I was thinking this was like up in the eights. I was really It's enjoying. not an eight. It's no, God, no, not now. For me, it's like seven. Oh, I was going to say 6.5. I mean, that's yeah, in the same area. Yeah. Why did you act like that was, oh, it's six point, like the same. Well, I thought you were going to give it an eight. And I was no, like, no, I was, saying, an eight. I was saying before the end. Okay, okay. I was having such a good I'm time. I'm going between six and 6.5. I will give it a 6.5. I just enjoyed Scriff so much. He made the whole thing worth okay. it. What are we going to be watching next month, Emma? Next month, we are going to be going to a sports movie and an older oh, film. One. Something a little bit older since this is very new. I want to get back into some classics. And we're going to be watching Alley Cat Stray. Oh, I've never seen that one, but I love it's bowling. It's the bowling one. I yes. love bowling. And I know this one's a bit of a fan favorite. Fan favorite. Um, I'll be looking forward to that. Although I've had enough my fill of kittens and cats from this movie, but I can I can roll with some I don't think they're cat. actual cats are bowling. But I think it's humans. Well, I figured, but I think they're alley cats. You never know, guys. Oh, I just got that that's a pun on like an alley cat. Yeah, like dude. A, okay, give me a break. It took me a long time to get UDM and Upside Down Magic. Okay. Um, but great. I'll be looking forward to that. Emma, where can people find you on the internet? I am at Emma Stone Tyler on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And you can find me at Wildfire underscore King on Twitter. You can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Lucas Tyler. Thank you so much to everybody supporting me there. Um, but most importantly, you should find us on Twitter at the Comedy Podcast. Give us a follow there so you can see when all the episodes are going up, especially now that we're a little behind and we're playing a bit of catch up. So it's good to stay updated on that. Um, also, it would be really helpful if you could go on the old iTunes, Google Play, uh, whatever you use to listen to podcasts, if they let you leave a little rating and review, we really appreciate you when you get nice reviews. Um, I hope you rate, rate and review us better than any parent would rate and review this awful magic school that where they send their children. Um, and of course, as always, you should go to audioentropy.com to find a bevy of wonderful podcasts. Uh, I will shout out Teenagers with Attitude. I was just on another episode of them to talk about the new Power Rangers special. So give a listen to that if that's something you're interested in. Um, but I think that'll do it for us this month, guys. We will see you next time to hit the lanes. Bye-bye. Bye. DCOMs forever. I'm, I'm still pretty sure I'm not supposed to be here. Oh, and I am defo sure that you are. Why? Because you're wonky and you're weird and your magic is defective. Yep, that's why you're all here. Wonky, weird, defective magic. We don't always know why it happens. We don't really care why it happens, but when it does, you come to me. So, welcome to the school of upside down magic. So, Judean means upside down magic. Wow, congratulations. You are a genius. Or rather, not a genius, at least, you know, where magic is concerned.